Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Nihongo Master Podcast. I'm your host Azra and today, we'll have a virtual walkthrough of Japan's entertainment culture, both traditional and modern. It's no secret that Japanese people love their entertainment. A lot of their modern-day practices came from ancient times when the Japanese people back then needed to fill their time with something to, well, entertain themselves. And we're here to reap the benefits. From traditional arcades and classic gaming cafes to Japan-born pachinko and karaoke, time in life in Japan is far from boring. You'll quite literally never run out of things to do, because there's always something to do, suburban towns and city centres alike. We'll look at four categories today, some you are familiar with more than others. Karaoke, pachinko, arcades, and local entertainment. Don't forget to have your vocab notebooks ready as we have some fun new words today. What's Japanese entertainment without karaoke? This sing-along interactive entertainment is not only famous in the origin country Japan itself, but worldwide. If the estimated global karaoke market of $10 billion won't convince you, I don't know what will. Karaoke is basically singing to an instrumented version of a popular ongaku, to mean song in Japanese, without the vocals. There's usually a television that shows the lyrics of the song. So you're basically taking over the part of the vocalist. The word karaoke actually came from a famous entertainment group who created the word after an orchestra went on strike and a machine was used to replace the music. Karaoke means empty orchestra. While most of us know karaoke, do we know its history? The first ever karaoke machine was invented by Daisuke Inoue in 1971 and it's not in Tokyo but in a city called Kobe. Inoue performed at an utagoe kisa, a type of coffee house where customers can sing along to songs during performances. He was asked by his guests to record his performances so that they can sing along at home. After that, he realized the potential for this untapped market. So he made a machine that's similar to a jukebox, so it would play songs when a hyakuen, 100 yen, coin was inserted. And we all know how this ended. Today, karaoke provides a safe space for amateurs and professionals alike to sing their hearts out to their favorite popular songs on the radio. It's a mutual agreement that what happens in the karaoke room stays in the karaoke room. No judgment whatsoever. From bars and nightclubs to homemade karaoke stations, karaoke has taken over the world. This interactive entertainment has seen technological advancements. Now, you can even rate your own singing based on the accuracy of your tune and time. But we can all agree that karaoke is less about the singing and more about having a hell of a time with a group of friends, tomodachi to asobu, and a couple of osake, alcoholic drinks, on the side. Here's a quick vocab recap. Karaoke, empty orchestra, ongaku, song, utagoe kissa, a coffee house where customers can sing along to songs. Utagoe means singing voice, while kissa, or kissaten, means a coffee house. Tomodachi to asobu, to hang out with friends. Tomodachi means friend, while asobu means to play. Osake, alcoholic drinks. If you've been to Japan, you'd realize that there's no casino here. Well, there isn't one big gambling facility, but there is pachinko. This mechanical game has arcade spaces dedicated to just them scattered all around the country, even in countryside areas, or mura in Japanese. You can't go a day out in the country without spotting a pachinko arcade. So what exactly is pachinko? It's pretty similar to the slot machine game in Western gambling. While mostly used for gambling, it's also a sort of recreational arcade game. First built in the 1920s, it was originally a children's toy. Its first name was Korinto Gemu, based after the American Corinthian Bagatelle. 
It was only in the 1930s that this adult pastime became widespread, from, no, from Nagoya outwards. The thing is, gambling is illegal in Japan, but Pachinko offers a low-stake gambling that allowed some sort of legal loophole. Surprise, surprise! How Pachinko operates is pretty similar to the likes of those in casinos, featuring a few slot machines called Pachisuro to mean Pachi slots. When you win a pachinko ball, it's not allowed to exchange it directly for money or remove it from the premises. So you have to take the long way around, exchange it for special prize tokens or tokushukeihin in Japanese, which you then can legally sell it for cash at a separate vendor. They say separate, but most of the time, they are owned or working for the pachinko companies themselves, which the tokens would be sold back to at a profit. So whether pachinko falls under the grey area of Japan's gambling laws or just recreational fun, it's no doubt a huge part of Japanese entertainment. I mean, it beats Las Vegas, Macau and Singapore's gambling revenue combined. That has to count for something. Now, a quick recap of the vocab. Pachinko, recreational arcade game that's usually used for gambling. Mura, village. Pachisuro, pachinko slots. Tokushu keihin, special prize tokens. By the way, if you haven't checked out our official website yet, why not give it a browse? At Nihongo Master, we offer efficient Japanese lessons that are quick, easy and fun for Japanese language learners of all levels, from beginners to advanced. Our smart tools will assist you in areas where you need a little bit of a push and congratulate you on the ones you've aced. With a community of over 50,000 Japanese students, you're not alone on your learning journey. Make new friends and improve together with our point system, collecting points as you go along. Ask away any questions you have on our group discussion pages. There's sure to be others as well as our Japanese instructors that are quick to answer. You can also take Nihongo Master with you on the go and learn Japanese as you trot the globe. Practical, right? Who here spent their childhood days stuck behind a pixelated screen and game sticks in a stuffy room with other kids doing the same thing? My after-school days look just like that. If you think your local arcade is good enough, wait till you see what Japan Arcade has to offer. With multi-million dollar gaming companies like Sega and Taito, it's basically a given that any Japanese arcade has the basic 1,000 games. Yeah, sure, the car races, bike races, basketball and air hockey games are fun. But hold on, if you think that's all Japanese arcades have, you're in for a treat. Japan wouldn't be Japan without their uniqueness and originality. Physical horse racing is fun and all, but if you've never tried and want to see if you'll do okay, try Japan's virtual horse racing arcade game. Yep, you don't have to lift more than a finger, much less get kicked off the back of a horse. And the tap dancing arcade games are taken to a whole new level with rhythm games, or Rizumu Gemu in Japanese, like Mai Mai and Taiko Drums. Mai Mai is basically a giant colourful washing machine looking screen where you have to hit the buttons that light up in colour, while the Taiko Drums rhythm game uses traditional Japanese instruments to hit when it's time for the beat count. Who says you can't learn culture from gaming? You'll still get your fair share of kawaii games like Mario Kart Racing and dozens of unbeatable claw machines. Trust me, I've spent hours on both. Did I leave with a memento each time? We'll leave that up in the air for you to ponder. Here's a quick vocab recap. Arcade. Arcade. Rizumu Game. Rhythm game. Taiko. Japanese traditional drums. So those are all modern Japanese entertainment. What about traditional ones? Yep, local entertainment is definitely something you should have on your Japan bucket list. Have a break from the brightly lit, music-blaring 21st century technology 
and time travel to various decades with Japanese traditional and local entertainment. Have your pick. There's everything from performances to sports like kendo, Japanese martial arts, and sumo, traditional competitive wrestling involving likishi, or wrestler, attempting to push the other out of the ring. Give kabuki a shot. This traditional Japanese entertainment is a classic dance drama performance originated in the 1600s. Initially, kabuki was done by women, singing and dancing to themes that were rather erotic, I'd say. When the golden age of kabuki in Japan came in the 1700s, when women were banned, all-male dance troupe took over, still presenting its original stylization of drama, extravagant costumes, and elaborate makeup known as kumadori. Or you could travel even further back in time to the 1300s with the no performance. Similarly, it's a traditional dance drama. To explain the difference would take a whole episode on its own. So in short, kabuki is a more ordinary performance as compared to the strictly traditional no. And while kabuki has face paint makeup, no has masks. Not so much of a theatre person? Japan has their own rendition of stand-up comedy. Manzai is a classic and traditional Japanese double-act comedy dating back to the 1000s. Basically, there are two manzai-shi performers, a funny man known as the boke and the straight man known as the tsukomi. Jokes go back and forth based on cultural references and verbal gags like puns and double talk. So manzai has no props, but rakugo, another form of stand-up comedy from the 1700s, has them, but only a handkerchief and a Japanese fan. They're to tell a story, playing all parts of the scene themselves. These are all just the tip of the iceberg of traditional entertainment. There's more where these came from. But for now, let's recap the vocab. Kendo, Japanese martial arts. Sumo, traditional competitive wrestling. Rikishi, wrestler. Kabuki, traditional dance drama performance. Kumadori, kabuki makeup. Manzai, traditional stand-up comedy, and performers are known as manzai-shi. What did I tell you? Japanese entertainment is abundant and amusing. And like I said, these are just a handful. Head over to the Nihongo Master blog if you're interested in reading about them some more. And if you're keen on picking up some more Japanese for yourself, you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and the official website to learn more. Thank you so much for listening in. Join me in the next one, where I'll be walking you down another avenue of Japan's rich culture. Mata ne!